0: all right welcome aboard podcast number two
1: yep we're
0: into our swing now experts
1: (laughs) (laughs) podcast number two well it's been um quite a big week dave hasn't it massive
0: week which part do you think was the best
1: well it was the afl grand final which is i believe your team
0: yep i did enjoy that yeah it was a long time coming yep sweet victory what actually happened well, we can throw to the images here of the last of the uh, of the siren going, the penultimate moment. The oh my God, listen to that. Years, <laughs> Over 50 years, yeah, and he kicks this one for good measure. And kicks the ball. Oh, <laughs> it's too bad they couldn't play in Melbourne, but still, sensational win. So what was your actual thoughts on that mate oh well under current restrictions there was just no way it was going to happen yeah and even if they did make an an allowance for it it just would have made everyone else pissed off that they can't go and do things there is a l- little bit of that sentiment that the afl gets away with a lot more than us common folk but um that just seeing that that like the joy that brought to so many people was fantastic like um Neil Dan- to see neil danaher get to see his team win a premiership that was sensational <laughs> yeah
1: like no well we've been giving you a lot of crap over the years for barracking for Melbourne because they've just been on the bottom of the ladder for like for i don't know decades i guess
0: yeah <laughs> what was it 56 no 57 50 years yeah. i think he
1: said 57 years since they won a actual flag but and the well, last
0: time we we're in the grand final was ninety nine or two thousand, someone will correct me there. And we got absolutely flogged by Essendon, so may as well have not turned up. And there was yep. a couple of years ago we got into the um Sammy and no, played really well leading up and then it got was the pumped.
1: um premiership or uh, the uh prelim final that you made and uh, you got prelim, absolutely yeah. pumped.
0: West Coast pumped us. Yep. I remember I went to my brother's house, we we're all set up for a big day and within about ten minutes of the first quarter it was um she was all over. It was just a somber mood. After that, yeah, it definitely was. But this game approaching, it started off so well. Then approaching, um I think about ten minutes ago in the third quarter, I was so scared. I could see it slipping away. They Bulldogs got out. Everyone's seen this, but Bulldogs got out to that nineteen-point lead, and I thought, oh god. I, I thought if they kick one more at that point, it was probably going to be hard to stop them. Well,
1: they actually did kick one more because they got it to twenty-four points. I said, oh my goodness, Dave. Dave has lost this. I feel for him. And they Did just they? yeah, I they it was 19. They got up to four goal lead at one stage. They kicked like five straight or something.
0: And then that that last little bit of play with um Petrarca Oliver and Fritch, I think kicked a few goals. Mm. and that just in the blink of an eye. In yep. the blink of me going out to check on the spit roast for dinner, <laughs> we were back <laughs> in it.
1: <laughs> what happened with your spit roast? So you had a barbecue, right? All right. Well, so so we we had a, a spit roast lamb,
0: and um, said lamb, and they went on the spit roast at about five thirty to six pm, and by the time that was ready, the game it was put it this way it was after a, after grand final dinner,
1: so, so that you, was about ten thirty. So you had a barbecue sorted for grand final, like I believe it was in the shed with like lots of heaters plugged in the wall and. Well, look- <laughs>
0: My neighbour who lives two doors down, he decided about four pm that he (laughs) wanted to get into the spit roasting world. So he
1: went to Bunnings and bought a mini spit. He's he's in the Jumbuck Spit Society, I believe it is, isn't it? And
0: and then he went to the butcher, and I was giving him advice. I'm like, yeah, you want you you want Euros meat, so (laughs) you know the the marinated Greek Greek um, style, pile them all on. And then he he comes back, and he's got the um he's got just a normal lamb roast, and he's going on about oh, yeah it'll take a while but we'll be able to take the first cut off the top pretty quick. I'm like no, you've bought a roast you've got to cook the thing the whole way through, and he's like oh you can't no we'll be able to take slivers. I'm like well the top bit will just be skin.
1: Yeah no he what I saw from pictures he actually didn't buy the proper yudos where you can just shave it off and eat it as you go. He bought a actual like uh, like a legged lamb or something that you just shoved on a stick, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: anyway, he then was having his own little viewing party and had thirty-seven heaters plugged in in his um shed, no exaggeration.
1: Yeah, thirty-seven heaters. Slight exaggeration. And they were all like electricity ones, no gas ones. And bit and the TV and bang, out goes his power. Right.
0: So we couldn't leave it like that. He, there was no spinning happening on the on the spit so I came down and he, I live, like I said probably about it would only be 50 meters away so not even
1: mate. you like you could throw a tennis ball into his front yard
0: we ended up walking up the road with a spit going hot coals and all back to my house and Matty, my wife's in the lounge room, just getting ready, having a hot chocky, getting ready to go to bed, and we bust through the door with this this lamb on a spit.
1: Yeah. <laughs> no, well, what, so why were you carrying it down to your back to your house?
0: Well, we lost. He lost power. Oh, I might have um gone a breeze over that bit. When he lost the power, it didn't just throw a fuse. He actually blew up the whole street. <laughs> well, so not, not my power, but like him and a few other
1: houses. So you're saying on grand final. Day what live during the game, he's blown the power in the street just before half time. So like everyone's houses in in Crib Pointer lost power to it.
0: Yeah, not mine luckily.
1: And he did he get power back on or what?
0: Yeah, but if he hadn't have brought it up to my house it would have someone would have been standing there rotating it forever. It would have been a disaster. So absolute necessary move.
1: All very covert safe as you can imagine. And, and um so what you took the um hot coals back to your house. Yep. Hot coals and
0: all. Plugged her in. Saved the day. Watch the rest of the footy.
1: Well, I'm going to show you a snippet of what his barbecue looked like originally. Um it's just like what was going on here. Yep.
0: Uh, she's well on her way. <laughs> <laughs> it stopped twitching from being alive now. But
1: this is this is Brendan's um literally barbecue. the coals, so they're pretty hot. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that's him cooking that's, a. Um, that's at about.
0: S- that's actually at about 7 p.m.
1: At 7 p.m., he chucked on a lamb roast <laughs> on like cold coals that aren't even lit properly.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, do you want to see the solution though? Have I oh, got yeah. that up or do I get it up on. Well, you, no, my you phone. can
1: get it up on your phone if you want. But yeah, that—that that is so funny. Like he's never. Cooked on coals in his life, I believe, and he's just decided he would um, (laughs) become an expert in like a matter of minutes.
0: Had this idea at like three thirty on Grand Final day, and I'll bring up now the uh, the video of how that went down.
1: Yeah, so So obviously we there was no heat happening, and he's got his air gun plugged in, and he's trying to reignite what coals he had left there, I guess. (laughs) <laughs> so he didn't
0: have the, the kettle thing that you're supposed to use, but credit where credit's due, you use what you got. Oh, yeah. And exactly. the compressed air worked a treat.
1: Yep. Now, well, did you end up eating it at least or?
0: Yeah, we had we had it after the game at 10.30. Yeah. But it came off the spit. We should discuss this with him because we're going to get him on in a minute. Yeah. But it came off the spit cooked beautifully, right? And he's like, no, no, no. <laughs> Like, it's actually cooked really nice. Yeah. He's like, no, no, you can't have it pink. You can't overcook lamb. So what he do you got mean you it can't it have
1: it pink? Lamb, you can always have pink, can't It you? was only
0: a little bit pink, right? It was like medium well done. Mm-hmm. Like, more pink than... Like, it was definitely cooked, like, really nicely. So, he pulls it off, slices it all up into tiny bits, and then puts it in my pan and just crucifies
1: it <laughs> at my <laughs> so house. What did he do to your pan? He sees metal utensils and your Teflon... I was talking about the lamb got crucified, oh. but... Yeah, oh, the so lamb my, got...
0: My pan got crucified too, so th- yeah, that's a, an eighty-dollar pan now has scratches all over it. But anyway, we won't dwell on that. No, no. So, so yeah, we added another process. You had to add another process to the cooking, so it even went longer, and yep. then yeah, we ended up with with small pieces of very caramel caramelized lamb.
1: So I believe um you basically ate about ten thirty at night, I reckon.
0: Yeah, but to be fair, I was not peeling my eyes off that grand final to. To make food, so.
1: Oh, I was yeah. worried for you. And then you kicked, what, Where they kick 11 straight after that? When they were yep. four goals down. That's I crazy.
0: No, not you. I'll claim that. All
1: right, you claim that, mate.
0: I reckon we should um, we should uh, get our guest up, actually. I think it's a pretty good segue while we're discussing
1: All right. well, grand final. You day can um, talk about some other stuff while I try to find his phone number.
0: No worries. So, will we talk about fishing today?
1: It is it supposed to be a fishing-related yeah, podcast? Yeah, no. Well, it's obviously heavily related about fishing. All right, while
0: Adrian's um, getting our guest up, I'll talk a little bit about um, the weekends fishing, which I was not able to be involved in. I was going to go. Me and Adrian have been talking about it all week, and then it got to yesterday, and I'm in the midst of a renovation to my house. We're getting a, one of our rooms ready for a, a new arrival, a little bub coming, and... I was at, at war with some architraves and paint, and I really wanted to go fishing, but I got so pissed off with how badly everything was going, because I'd um already gone down to Bunnings in the morning and got some architraves, and then I managed to um get slightly the wrong profile architrave, and then the
1: painting wasn't going. Hang on, I think and... we got I think we got Brendan here. All right, we're gonna finish that story <laughs> no. up. No.
2: No, you haven't. You've got me in the car. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so like? we're now driving we're driving to the next appointment. Yeah. Hi, Adrian. What hi, happened to five
1: thirty? Okay, well Jeez. we call you at five thirty then.
2: Yeah, um, we're gonna call you
1: back. We don't want carve. We've actually got you live on the podcast. We haven't gone to you,
2: the video yet. Um Yeah, look at my head. So um a, a really oh, I might live. Live car accident. I really must stress that this um, is... Hang on, a live is,
0: car accident here. This is going... No editing live.
2: This upload, car here has so... just reversed into this one. What? Does, stop oh. talking.
1: Oh, my God. <laughs> what? He's actually just reversed into him? Sh- show us yeah. the damage, mate.
2: Can you show us the damage? Uh, I, don't get, I don't think it's major. Okay. There's there's bits just of stuff on the back. road.
0: If you look down, there's like taillight on the road.
1: Oh, there
2: actually... Yeah. Wow. So what, guys? Just let me get home, and we'll have a chat. Yep. I want to introduce everyone to a couple of special guests I got on for tonight.
1: You know? Oh, you got some special guests for tonight? You're
0: yeah. A- okay, okay, yeah. but but there's no editing. We upload it straight from this, so you know, keep
1: that in mind.
2: Yep. That's, that's all good. <laughs> <laughs> all right.
1: Well, we'll speak to you later.
2: This... I don't even hang up. See ya. See ya. Yeah,
1: yeah. So that went well again. We've um. Anyway, we try to tee up these phone calls and people said, Yeah, 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 we got you this time.
0: <laughs> oh, the other option was Jonah, who we kind of half had on last week, but this week he lives a life of luxury, as you guys have probably worked out by now. He's at the Wit Sundays doing tiger shark tagging, so that would have been awesome, but um, he's actually checking some of the, the baited lines right now. So, yeah, crazy. But um, I'll carry on with what I was rambling on about before. So, Anyway, yeah, my Renos went so badly that I got the shits and gave up on fishing for the
1: day. So I sent Adrian out on his own. No, well, what happened is Dave was too busy painting, and I go, man, I'm not waiting for these guys. I'm just gonna load up my 420 Renegade and just get out there and get it done. And yeah, so and you, I and had you no came- bait, so I came <laughs> last days, <and> <laughs> helped <laughs> myself to his freezer because he caught some squid the other day, and um. Yeah, took his squid and uh, I think a few sinkers and hooks. and
0: Yeah, I was like your little tackle store. Yeah. And some, some glows tips for your rods.
1: Oh, yeah, that's one thing that came in handy Oh, last and night. a GPS mark. Oh, yeah, but we worked on that GPS mark. Um, oh, over right. Last no. few... What are you talking about? That was that Equinox mark. Yeah, no, you're just very quick to qualify that it's both of ours. Well, you and I are the only ones who've fished it over the last four years. So,
0: Are we, though? Or well, do I sneak there with other people?
1: Nope, because you've only fished Equinox with me four years in a row.
0: No, I've been there.
1: I've been there other times. Yeah. It's not just good on the Equinox. Yeah, so. Anyway, it's
0: called the Equinox, Mark. We should qualify that because we went there once on the Equinox and had a cracking session, and we did that like two or three years in a row. So we just decided you could only fish it on that particular day of the year and have it be productive.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, that that's exactly right. Um, yeah. So I actually went out launched about, I don't know, four o'clock and tried to go to tortoise heads and, um, try catch them squid. And the wind was just relentless. Thank um,
0: God you've got a really big boat.
1: Yeah. No, it's only a 420 renegade. And, um, yeah, I got over into the east arm to make my way over to Coronella and it was like a washing machine in Coronet Bay. Like as soon as I went around Gardner's channel, I got to Bird Rock and just hugged the coastline all the way till I got to um, basically Mosquito Channel and it slightly got better there. And-
0: Stop making up names. <laughs> these are ludicrous names. What? There's no Bird Rock, Mosquito Channel.
1: Well, what are they called then?
0: Hippo Pass. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, these are spots in Western Port.
1: <laughs> well, well, they actually are. So. Yeah.
0: No, they actually are, but I when you say them like that they sound really weird. Well, bird like, rock. We're just used to it because we've we've been there forever.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, what was that noise? Well, I was transferring a, a video to the computer so we can watch it. Ah. Um so yeah, I'll show you. But well, when when Adrian was at my house pilfering all my stuff,
0: I did I did look at the the trees flapping about and I thought, hmm, I'm not that jealous that he's going without me." It would have been all right in the big six made Aidencraft, but yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, I got really, really wet um when I got out of Gardener's Channel. Like <laughs> wa- waves were just like coming over me and I was soaked. So what happened is I stripped out of my clothes as soon as I got out of Gardener's channel, took all my slightly wet clothes off. I was in my undies and just my stormy. And um Lockie from Lockie's Fishing had called me up and goes, Oh, I can give you some bait if you need extra bait and I kind of met up with him outside Elizabeth Island there and his boat was getting hammered by the waves and I'm in this tiny little 420 renegade just punching through and I'm just in my undies dripping wet like this it's like it's raining but it was just like waves that had destroyed me that was a really good of him yeah no it was oh, really good <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, Dave's trying to make, be funny make puns here. Blocky's fishing, guys. Number one guide in Victoria. Hit him no, up. No, well, he actually yeah. looked after me. He gave me some salmon and some... What, you think I'm joking? And, no, you're not joking. He's actually a really good bloke. He is. But um, after I got out of Coronet Bay around to Mosquito Channel, um, I finally anchored up around, you know, Coronellaway and I'll show you the conditions. It was like maybe... Three or four times better than what it was crossing across the east arm. So I'll just play a quick clip here, so, mm. you, so you can see.
2: Oh, It's, it's
1: windy very windy. Wind noise. It's cold, and it's really wet. Oh, where's your pants? That was really wet. coming across the east arm. Woo. Oh, listen to the wind whipping through looks fun doesn't it <laughs> and
0: nah. it's always worse than it looks on a video
1: oh mate so after I did my first rack of rods I've taken all my wet clothes off I've tried to dry myself the towel was wet my clothes were still half wet and I've just curled up in the ball on the deck of the um the 20 or anyway watch whichever deck he got on that small little boat and yeah. I, and the floor was the carpet was completely soaked so I'm just curled up in a ball and wind is just blowing over the top of me, and I'm just shaking, and I'm like, "Man, I'm gonna die of hypothermia here." And this is all just for one little, what, four and a half, five kilo snapper. <laughs> Sounds
0: pleasant. No, so was that
1: wind against tide? That was literally wind against tide. What
0: you saw literally.
1: There. Yep. Literally wind
0: against tide, and through the adversity, you shown. Yeah, saw-
1: like I, I wanted to give up so many times. Um, but I just couldn't because I knew if I pulled up anchor and tried to go back home, I'll die even more. Because so it,
0: was a, it was a forced persistence.
1: <laughs> yes, it was forced and I was just curled up on the ground and I lost one fish after about six seconds um, fighting it. Just took a couple of runs and big head knocks and it gave me extra body heat. Like It's just created a new me like, yes, let's do this. So I cleaned all the weed off the, <laughs> off every bait and put new baits out. And
0: that oh, was weed bad, was it?
1: Oh, yeah. Well, when you got wind against tide, you always get like the weed that just gathers up in the on top of the water and just mm. you know it gets dragged right down to your your sinker and your bait and stuff. Um,
0: well, we've had a fair bit of rain, so you get a lot of runoff in Western Port coming down all the tributaries and stuff, and um, some of the seagrass gets washed into the system and can be a real pain
1: yeah so it was about 8 30 and i just see my rod bend over i'm like oh don't tell me this is another snapper i better not lose it and i just picked it up gave it a strike and it stayed connected and i'm like yes i've done it i've done it guys and then yeah
0: yeah it's amazing how that one fish can just make it feel like such a success. It's also funny that, like, literally on the last episode we did of this podcast, we talked about how we wouldn't bother going snapper fishing till mid-November when it was an actual when it was a sure thing. Well, you've just gone and put yourself through absolute hell.
1: Yeah, no, it was definitely hell. But I think you got to do that to catch your first snapper for the season. And I actually hadn't, I actually hadn't caught a snapper in that um, 420 Renegade yet.
0: Yeah. So there's that added bit of motivation. Oh, mate! So that's you need always motivation.
1: Good. And then when you got um, people on, I guess Instagram and stuff, just texting like, "Oh, still haven't caught one. I'm going out every night and stuff." And it's like that gives you more motivation <laughs> to try catch one. Yeah. Um, well, well, actually, we that morning I
0: reckon on that mark, on that ebb tide mark up there, you probably would have got three or four. So, because that that morning was when that bromner was still slightly rising or. Was beginning to peak and it was a nice calm morning and that that ebb tide in the morning the fish would have fed really well and I think quite a few people got them so and at this time of year if they do feed in the morning they're always going to be a little bit trickier in the afternoon because the feeding the bite times are so much more condensed because of the cold water
1: yeah well I had about twelve point seven degrees on my sounder there um, I didn't even bother um, marking up we just just anchored up straight on the mark and
0: Yep, just at the so I know that mark. It's just at the bottom of a of an edge. Yeah. The fish just cruise along that. It's just a bit of a highway.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, so I was happy I got that fish. Um I'll try to bring up a photo of the fish now so we can yeah. have a look. Um ah, that's that's beautiful. Yeah, so there's the fish there. Um a little Nio. Obviously I didn't get a live fish of it because um yeah. I was dying in my boat, and there's no way I was going to pull out try to do a self time away. The boat's rocking side to side so heavily, so, so you you literally had to wait till slack tide
0: before it was safe to get home again, which yeah. was at about eleven ten yeah 30? about
1: ten thirty last night, eleven yeah. o'clock um yeah, I waited to slack tide, but it actually changed the wind it went eastly, which is going with the uh channel to get home, so it mm. actually gave me a lot of momentum i reached top speed quite easy oh what's up? uh 50.7 kilometers an hour you must have been with the current no well it was slack tide not true i was with the wind i think it was about <laughs> eight eight or nine knots it died down to but the whole night i was fishing in 16 knot 17 knot with like 22 knot gusts, and it was side too, because it's a south southeast so i just had like waves coming over the side of my boat just wetting me all night it was oh. just Crazy. That sounds very pleasant, very pleasant. And I was
0: still up when you came in because I'd been up watching the Formula 1s, (laughs) which, might I add, was a ripper race. That was partially why I was hesitant to go fishing, I'll be quite honest. I wanted to watch that. And anyone that's into F1s, that was... I won't go on about that one too much, but poor Lando Norris. He got absolutely ripped off right at the end leading the whole race and then it started pouring down with rain. Everyone else came in on to change to wets. Hang on, this is a spoiler alert here. Oh, no, well, mate, people have had plenty of time. It happened like
1: 12 hours ago. Oh, yeah, okay, (laughs) spoiler alert, spoiler alert. I've spoiled a little bit
0: but not the whole thing. So if you listen on now, that's your own fault. So anyway, everyone came in and got wets on and Lando stayed out on the slicks from McLaren and he was just like, he made the wrong choice because he could not keep the car on the road and all the cars that changed to wets were were gaining on, on him at about like 10 seconds a lap and everyone went past him and he had to come into the pits so he led for the whole race and then basically ended up seventh very sad for him but if you're into f1s rip a race i recommend you watch that one
1: yeah right yeah because i know you're really into your f1s at the moment and you yeah. love spoiling it for Brendan, who pretends to be in it. Yeah, well, I, he pretends he's into it,
0: but he will never watch a race. But, you know, if you if you stay up all night and make yourself really tired, I think you're allowed to spoil it for all the other peasants who want to watch it the next night. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's always on until about midnight.
1: <laughs> yeah, so you know, we did the the Equinox fishing mark a couple of days after. When, when are you planning on going fishing next, Dave?
0: Well, I finished up my um, position at work on Thursday. So, by the way, still unemployed. Um, If anyone's got a really good job for me, hit us up. That would be great.
1: (laughs) So we found out last week that you put in your, I guess, resignation letter. Yeah. And uh, they obviously accepted it then.
0: Oh, well, they didn't have a choice. (laughs) (laughs) So between all the painting and uh, podcasting, I haven't... Put a lot of effort into finding anything else yet, but, you know, that'll happen. But in the meantime, I reckon Friday I'm going to go and get myself an early season snapper. Yeah. only difference is I'll be in the big comfy, the big comfy boat
1: the, um, and uh, do it in style. Probably have a barbecue. Six... Yeah, with... a barbecue. A big six-meter Edencraft with a um, big loud V8 on the back.
0: Yes, the the Edencraft, she's had the, um, the V8 250 Mercury on it for just over a year now and Adrian's boat tops out at 50
1: <laughs> this thing hey, man. cruises at 50 yeah well I think the top speed we've had in your um, boat with the new motor on it is um I think it's like 85 or something yeah 85 which yeah. you know compared to some people that's not that quick because people really
0: love going fast these days and put crazy crazy amounts of horsepower on their boat but mm. for this one um, we had the four-stroke Suzuki on it before, which was a great motor too, but, um, yeah, this we've picked up another 10K an hour top-end speed and the performance, like, through the rev range on this thing compared to the Suzuki is insane. Um, like, previously, it would o- often fall off the plane before about 4,000 revs.
1: Yeah, I, re- I remember you couldn't really be on a plane before mm-hmm. under about 28Ks an hour. Yeah, so... Really-
0: yeah yeah so we, we tried like every different prop on it um myself and the previous owner mark and yeah that's what we're what we we're running in the end was sort of the best we could come up with and it was still it wasn't ideal when you're in the rough stuff it was kind of hard to maintain that low speed and just punch through it would kind of take off on you but um yeah with this suzuki it's uh with the mercury now you can um you can hold in at that low speed and then yeah the punch the mid-range punch mid-range punch is um yeah, chalk and cheese. It's uh, pretty insane. So I do enjoy getting that out for a, for a run. Um, it's a bit more not as economical as Adrian's little fifty horsepower.
1: <laughs> Mate, my little four twenty is probably the most tricked up four twenty renegade you've ever seen. It is.
0: What have go run us through? Run us through. What have you got on You <laughs>
1: you actually want me to run through? you will take all night. Yeah, go. Okay. okay, so I basically just bought a four twenty side console off the shelf. Went to Mark Stav and said, Give me that, <laughs> basically. And yep. um, since then, I've put new sounders. So I've got two seven inch, one Simrad uh, Evo 3, and just a Lawrence, what is it, fishing elite thing? Um, elite? Yeah. I wouldn't even know. I'm no, sorry. I think it's called an FS, savvy. which is called a uh, fishing system. Anyway, so they're all linked to each other by Ethernet and NMEA 2000. Which also has control with the Xi5 at the front. So I can literally dot on my Sanders and it will follow a path when you're going. Uh, I guess you can make a squid troll. Um, and yeah, you can punch it all in on your Sanders and it's bloody awesome. Um, what else have I got? I've got a, uh, got a Lone Star, don't you? I've got a Lone Star winch as well, which Malky helped out. Mm. Um, yeah, so that's, that was really handy last night. Like, I didn't have to go to the front of the boat and drop an anchor and pull up in the cold and wet. Just pressed a button on the dash and went up. Um, I've also got a TM185, one kilowatt tranny, which marks up bloody wonderful now. Um, I can sound at maximum speed. The ground reads perfectly solid now. And
0: Is that that massive thing that we installed?
1: Yeah, it's about four kilos, so it's basically adds a I guess it helps the boat stay level um, because it's on the opposite side of me. So um, yeah, (laughs) yeah, it it keeps boat level now. But it bloody gives brilliant photos on the um, sounder. Um,
0: Brilliant photos. It's pretty good. Brilliant images.
1: Images, photos, whatever you want to call. You take a photo of it with your phone. So yeah. Um, What else I got? I got. Oh, I've also put a 100 litre fuel tank in it too. So I've got maximum range now. I think I can get about 300 kilometres um, off a tank now, which is quite impressive for a little boat. Because, yeah, we tend to take it out on the tuna a lot. And, well, we did over winter, didn't we, Dave?
0: Yeah. Oh, it was supposed to be a cod fishing boat, like for enclosed waterways. And straight away, we get it, and there's a few um, local tuna around, and we're doing, what, 70 something K runs each way yeah of an afternoon and we're catching tuna out of it straight
1: away which... well, well the first trip we actually did um we came back I think we caught one or two tuna I can't remember or maybe lost one tuna or two tuna and um we came back to the ramp and I used um, 49 liters I didn't actually know how big my fuel tank was at that stage and I found out it was only a 50 <laughs> liter fuel tank and we had no jerry can so we got very lucky with that um. The next couple of trips we took out um a couple of 20 liter jerrys with us because we actually were doing like 150 k's a day and stuff so um yeah so,
0: so all the upgrades you did on that boat came about through just the different sorts of fishing we were doing and then we realized that we needed to um extend the range and get better sounders and and um and Actually, I think you got that boat literally because we went on a cod fishing trip on my bucks <laughs> party and then Adrian decided he liked cod fishing, so he went and bought a
1: boat. Yeah, no, I bought a little 420 Renegade. I actually did a bit of research after we were looking at cod boats and I, th- and I said to myself, you know what, I want an all-range, versatile boat that can do anything. Yeah. Um, and I think the hull of the Renegade had a sharp V at the front which cut through the uh, chop quite nice. So I went with that and... Yeah, it's come up great.
0: Adrian, I'm trying to navigate us to the boat run through on your YouTube channel and
1: I'm I, sucking. I actually don't have a boat run through. Oh, on I thought
0: you already put it up.
1: No, nah, no, nah, I didn't put it up. But what I can do, I can find you a quick video that I made the other day while we're talking about it. Yeah, um, so
0: what else did you, did you mention? What have you mentioned? Have you mentioned the uh, Lone Star Anchor Winch?
1: Yeah, actually Steve's Custom Welding, he did a lot of work it as well he had to chop out the plastic um anchor well that the uh Quinchex has come with and he's cut that out and put a aluminium tank with a lid on it so you can stand on two that hides away the uh Lone Star winch yeah um he cut out the bait tank the little plastic bait tank at the back and put welded in this big deep aluminum one now
0: yeah because
1: inevitably we'll go Marlin fishing in that boat oh yeah up at or something 100% mate you- that's getting the Marlin
0: yeah, oh, we've done that in um, in uh, Winger's boat, the Angler Pro. And that's a five nine five, so actually quite a big tinny. But it was great, great fun in the open tiller steer. We were just driving straight on into bait balls and pitching baits in. So definitely doable, especially up there on the south coast where the runs aren't too long. I mean, we've already done much bigger runs than that chasing the the tuna locally. And not always in calm conditions.
1: No, no, not at all. We went out in the uh, western entrance one day, um, launched at Flinders in it, and it was about 25 knots of southwesterly, and yeah, we ate a lot of crap out there. (laughs) It was horrendous.
0: My spine was compressed. So you put a new prop on it recently as well. Oh, Oh, but that was a fail. Yeah, no, that was a fail. Yeah, I tried to put a
1: different pitch and four blade on it, but I couldn't get over 3,000 revs. Don't play with props.
0: (laughs) No, play. Well, yeah, that's true. I just kind of let whoever installed my motor play with the props.
1: Yeah, that's (laughs) probably the smart thing to do.
0: Yeah. So, we got the four blader on the big Merc, and I think Adrian tried a four blade. Was it a four blade? Yeah, I
1: tried a little four blade thing. Mm. Um, I actually wanted, because I'm happy with. The speed, 50k an hour, that's pretty good for a little tinny, but mm. I wanted more, more punch to get on the plane quicker. Yeah. So I thought I'd try a four prop thing. I think it was a Mercury Spitfire thing, but I definitely got the wrong pitch, that's for sure. <laughs> got COVID issues. Yeah. <laughs> There's
0: literally nowhere to go to, to look at them or, or get proper advice while in lockdown. So he, you just have to have a bit of a stab in the dark and you stabbed incorrectly.
1: Yeah, yeah. No. I definitely did, and we won't talk about that ever again.
0: So we didn't find that video.
1: Well, I I have found a video, but yeah, it's taking quite a while. Ah, uh, that's alright. I think we've, we've yeah. described the boat in brilliant detail. Anyway, anyway, if the video comes up, we'll have a quick run through again, and yeah,
0: yeah. So big plans in that little boat. Adrian thinks he's going to catch a swordfish in it. Well, I think I'm going to draw the line at going 100 kilometres off Lake's Entrance in it. Um, happy to be support
1: boat in the Eden Craft um and possible rescue boat yeah i suppose it's like um taking a little rubber blow up dinghy um i could actually put it in the back of your boat (laughs) and and then you can just push me out while we're out there
0: yeah look i don't think you'd die um i just think it would be horribly uncomfortable and um take you a very long time to get out there well
1: i don't know (laughs) I've been out there on bloody marvelous days. It's yeah, that's like true. You actually look at it and go, "This is better than Westernport." Yeah, because you don't. Well, that's get because we do pick
0: those days because we because we know how dangerous it gets out there. So you know, sometimes
1: it is that calm
0: that you could just go out and anything anyway. But it is when it when it blows up unexpectedly that's when you might be in a little bit of strife. But yes,
1: so I found the video of my um, 420 Renegade. Here she so, is. Yeah, basically. You can see the uh, Lone Star there, the um, aluminium well that it has. The
0: eBay EVA flooring.
1: Yeah, yep. Mm-hmm. EV, EVA foam flooring, yep, that I cut myself with a Stanley knife and quite crooked. Mm. Just like um, all the pros have. Got the boat catch. Nice. What else? It's just me quickly walking around. Oh, yeah, put put uh, self-centering V-skids there. That, yeah,
0: because it wasn't really a drive-on trailer before.
1: Well, it was, but it wasn't. Like it i incredible. boat catch a lot. Now it just clicks in straight. I've got the XI-5 there. Um, I used that yesterday in the, in the rough. Um, yeah, that'll be cool,
0: working out all the cool stuff we can do with that. TM-175. There's,
1: there's the secondary
0: secondary boat that's hanging off the back of your boat. Yep. Um, we got the... There's a microphone down there yep. next to that, as you can see. Not a live bait pickup at all.
1: The big mercury command thrust
0: nice chilly bin there for the yep state. yep that's it um she's just a neat little rig like the dual sounders uh, yep all all ethernet connected so they talk to each other
1: yep and namea 2002
0: yeah no cool whatever that is and yeah the big uh bait tank where you keep your rotting pilchards and two dollar coffee <laughs> yes, two dollar coffee. Did you forget for that sure. was in
1: there? Yeah, I did when I was filming it. But yeah, that's um, basically it. I also like the uh, Milwaukee Packout. Oh yeah, things you've attached to the. Did front you notice it. that?
0: Yeah, I can see him in the bottom right corner there.
1: Like, yeah, yeah. you can't see him. I, don't, I wonder can't if it's actually really in the video. Oh, while you keep talking, I'll see if I can.
0: Yeah. So Adrian's um, so storage is always a problem in a little boat, mind you. That boat has quite a lot of storage, but Adrian's got his uh, Milwaukee Packout um boxes that just like clip into the the base that you mount and he's filled them up with um with tackle and there safety they gear. There.
1: there they are there so i've got a milwaukee um i guess the clip-on rack there and all the toolbox boxes just clip straight onto it and they're all ip rated which is bloody awesome so as you can see it's there and i can just quickly grab it instead of going through you know all your storage lifting up all the floors when someone's standing on it and yeah so that's on there too
0: that is really nifty yeah really good idea yeah we will see how it copes because no it's, nobody else really does that so we'll see how it copes with the um weather abuse because well, I'll cop some water there old boy
1: there's supposed to be well yeah yesterday it copped a lot of water like <laughs> like half of Western Port yep basically it was crazy <laughs> Yeah, so that's my little um, 420 renegade. I don't think I need to do anything more to it. It's basically the ultimate small vessel in the world now. <laughs> All right.
0: Winger's saying we can get him up. Okay. So
1: we'll get him up. So hopefully
0: he won't be in a car. But how was that before? There was I thought he was joking. There was legit a car crash right next to him. And remarkable that he didn't cause it. So let's give him
1: another go. Get him up. Here we go. Oh, we've got Brendan here. We got Brendan here.
0: Hello. What's going on? Hang on. What's going Hang on, an incredibly old boy?
1: Can you turn your uh phone um Can you turn your phone horizontal for us? Horizontal. Yeah. Horizontal. There
2: you go. I can mate. just say all I can see is wardrobe doors.
1: Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. No, you, it's
2: not. Have you got a problem with wardrobe doors or what?
1: <laughs> I do.
2: That's horrible. It's incredibly impersonal. Hey guys. Pens yeah, special guest,
1: right? How was some old. Ooh. Oh, it... <laughs> yes. Oh, no. He's got. Um, He's named his two bantam chickens as <laughs> a white one and a black one, and he's named them Dave and Adrian. Can you guess who's who?
2: So that's Adrian there. Adrian's, uh, Dave's going in for a peck. <laughs> a little bit of a old boy. A little bit of a spack, old boy. Oh, no. Classic. They, they, Classic they me. heckle each other
1: dominating the food. He he actually called us up one day and he he starts cock, what do you call it cockering when they make those noises? what's it called? I don't
2: know. When they doo
1: Yeah yeah. When they cocker doo. Yeah, yeah.
2: There's a camry oh behind you.
0: Some sort of like old Toyota Camry. That. Yeah.
2: Uh, oh my God.
0: You're just waiting waiting to send that one to scrap Is, are you?
1: No, I Is that A nine X?
2: No, it's an AX9. Oh. Uh, that, uh, that's what we call a sleeper, okay? So that's a, a daily driver for the missus. Um, it's got a fuel-injected 304 roller. <gasps> the,
0: the ball just hit it. With a nine-inch
2: diff and a, and a five-speed gearbox. So it's a bit of a sleeper. This was an old stocky. but um, Yeah, so that's what that is. Did you that's notice? You um... t- rang me when I was in the boat doing the uh, charging.
0: Oh, oh. great so we just did a boat tour of adrian's boat yeah so we could compare
2: yeah well i've got some special things that adrian doesn't
1: have oh no here we go actually we actually didn't we talk about my charging
0: what? system uh leaves on
1: the floor Possum- I yeah. definitely don't have leaves on the floor <laughs> on my boat
2: it's better than that okay. all right so first of all we have um this is called sphagnum magrossi it's a type of it's a type of grass <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> so, as you can see, um, it's growing. I'm growing a special variety of grass in the anchor well.
1: It grows exclusively in boat anchor wells, that grass. Oh, no. I'm take on He's trip. paused us. He's making a call yeah. mid-call.
2: You've paused it. It's my daughter. Can you bring Billy to tell him to stop hassling me? <laughs> this is live on our
1: podcast. I'm turning him down. That is ridiculous, mate. Oh, we're back. <laughs> we're back. A <laughs> few oh, technical but you issues Let's now, um, listen, just was... put that up for technical issues. Um, Yeah. <laughs> yes. All right,
2: so give me two of the boat. This is Chili's. This is the five-meter Kenny. Oh, uh, dear. As you can see. Now, if you look down here, <laughs> this in particular, this scat. Oh. <laughs> right. oh, no. That's possum awesome scat. Perfect. All right. Because I think they get in the avocado tree and the and the um, fruit trees, mm-hmm. and then they come and munch their shit here. Yeah, no. So this is your common, common black house fighter. Right.
1: Brendan, you Correct. know this is live on our podcast, do not you? And yeah, yeah, you're kind prepared. of shaming yourself with
0: no, the podcast. he's very proud of the <laughs> ecosystem he's created.
1: Thanks. <laughs>
2: That's Max. I can't give it to him. He's he's not a mercury He's a black spider. I'm calling Black Max. Black Max. <laughs> What's going on here? And he lives. He lives up in that hole.
1: Oh no! So something comes out. So he comes out of the hundred horsepower there, and just um, comes onto the tiller stick.
2: And if you have a look at these scratches on the fish logo, on the mm. F- these here,
1: that's a cat
0: that's from the scratching. Cats. I'm glad we spent all that time installing that. And we were worried about yep. tiny air bubbles.
1: <laughs> yes, do you remember that? Yeah. Yeah,
2: that's Ripley. Ripley, hello, darling. Hey, Ripley. Oh, vicious. Oh, girl, go to bed. Ripley, rip, rip, go to bed. Come on, go to bed for that. She's disobeying. Very obedient, see? Mm. She's 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 going to bed in her brain. <laughs> <laughs> Sit. Go to bed. Good girl. Oh. He's
1: a good girl.
2: Killed. So I found another wiring problem also.
1: Yeah. What's the wiring problem? Another one. Those
2: short crimps got sort of crimped and yeah, uh, wire pulled out. Classic Adrian. Yeah.
1: Well, crimps don't normally have a short little crimp at the end, do they? These ones that we kind of did. It's quite
2: disappointing. Adrian did an awesome job. He crimped up everything for me, but what we didn't realise, both of us, the crimps were this long, and he crimped the back, and the metal was just in the front half, so all the uh, wires came out. There's my little lecky leg.
1: Yep. <laughs> you can see that he <laughs> yeah. ordered the right length uh, there. No, well, so actually. actually the, local
2: the, bird poo. Let's get rid of that. That's, that's good. good. Local bird poo. So, more, more spider webs. Oh, nice. So, so this is what we do in lockdown. We just play basketball. Like We're very proficient at basketball.
1: I heard, <laughs> I um, that. I heard that you're the um, three-point champion.
2: No, nah, not anymore. I can't beat him anymore. At first, I was dominating him, but now I don't even get a look in. Yeah, right. He's got all, I'm going to work on him. He goes all day just
1: shooting baskets. I think
0: yeah. you need to um, play some, some harsh defense and and shack attack him. Is
2: that what it's yeah, called? I do the odd punch. The odd heart punch works.
1: Yeah, you, completely in the rules. Do you do the old uh, Karim Abdul-Jabbar spy hook move on him?
2: <laughs> Have a look at this guy. You won't recognize Look Look how clean it is, is in
1: Oh, As you look through the this is the old um, fishing shed. I actually filmed a video here years ago. Um,
0: um, that th- probably wasn't the best angle. You pointed it right at the pile <laughs> of rubbish ac- that you'd accumulated. No, There's a rubbish in there. Oh. Wasn't no, there that, a
2: that big pile of tools and a wheelbarrow? Ah,
0: and the old wheelbarrow storage. In there? In
2: there? Illegal cat breeding. I think that <laughs> was <happens> in there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure, but, but we're worried about it. Yeah. So, should, yeah that's, that's you a should really liberate good. those cats yeah we've 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 oh, mentioned man. it to
1: the um oh, technical we but, couldn't hear you properly then mate that's all right it's probably for the best
2: anyway, when do, when do we start the podcast um, um shortly we've
0: already discussed um your grand final day spit roast and how Oh, swimming yes. that went as you destroyed the whole town's power. So
1: anyone in Crip Point who had no power during the AFL Grand Final, um, this is the man to thank.
2: Hang on a minute. How is it that I can have 10,000 watts of heater going in the shed, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not
2: trip out the shed power, not trip out the house power, but then shut the whole block down and blow out the fuse in the street? How's that work?
1: The problem is that you've got the right amount of breakers that suit those appliances but you're demanding more power than the actual um, demanding you know power that the street can handle electrical chat
2: so there's no there's the, the sum of any amount of devices didn't trip off any one breaker but no some all devices across all breakers blew it correct, correct 37
1: because heaters can only demand so much power from the street depending what size cables and fuses they put on them so it doesn't matter what kind of circuit breakers you have if you're using mm. more than, you know, the <laughs> amount of power that the street offers, of course Riffing. it's going to blow the fuse.
0: That's a, that's a real attention-seeking boy you've got oh. there.
2: <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, well. <laughs> oh, yeah, yes. Yeah. Here, look, guys. This is what's kept us alive in Tilly all these years.
1: Oh, yes, the Tiki. You remember that?
2: The Tiki. Yeah. Lives in Tilly. Keeps us going, guys. That's a good luck charm. And we Do you remember have we nearly shoved... died a few times in that boat too. So yes,
1: we have. Um...
2: And you can thank Tiki that we didn't sink like in the shark infested waters at With Sundays that day when we had water pouring over the transom in the rough. There's
0: been a few sinking
1: incidents, Tickney. that's for sure. Mm. Do you remember yes. that time we shoved a couple bananas in his <laughs> boat, Dave?
0: Uh, no, it was not even a real banana. It was like a banana holding container shaped like a banana. And
1: that's right, Brendan. I
2: imagine <laughs> I would have got angry.
0: Wasn't happy. Wasn't happy at all. I wouldn't have
2: been happy. What's no. it,
0: so? Um, how are you going to blow all that dust and poop off there? Is there a fishing trip planned, or is that too much? Yeah.
2: Well, while it's dry and the barometer's high, best time not to fish. I found. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna get small boy in here with the Dyson,
1: mm-hmm.
2: give it a going over, and I'll give him give him a few bucks.
0: So you hadn't thought about investing in a boat cover because I've got one. um, Have you
2: thought about using it?
0: (laughs) Go have a look right now, mate. It's on there. And I only swore 100 times while putting it on.
2: See, you always complain about how dirty your boat is. Mine's exactly the same.
0: But you don't complain.
2: Because we live in an area with lots of trees and no covers.
0: Well, I've got the world's biggest oak hanging over my one. And it drops leaves 12
1: months of the year somehow. Brendan's comparing his tree to your tree here, I believe. Oh, no,
2: that's pathetic. That's monstrous. That's an avocado tree.
1: That's an avocado. You get any, what is it, has or what, what are the species of avocados they have?
2: It flowers. How how beautiful the weather is, guys? Yeah, the bromine is crashing. crashing. There's absolutely no wind moving these trees. And Western Port's just over there about, about in fact, Hand's Inlet's probably about 400 metres through yep. those trees. Western Port North Arm, if I put the drone up, drone up now, you'd probably see it about one k away.
1: Mm. So last night when I was fishing, what did the trees look like?
2: Oh, when when you first got out there, they were blowing. Yeah, but when I came home, there was dead still, Eddie. Yeah. Have you talked about your fishing last night? Yeah, yeah.
1: No, we talked about how I should have died multiple times and died from hypothermia and all the above, I guess. Mm. Um, Successful.
2: And how you were both food fishing because you were that wet.
1: Yeah. Yep. Well, I put on half uh, damp clothes. When I got when I anchored up, but yeah, I was basically driving in my undies and my stormy for half of the trip. <laughs> Is the footage wasn't nice clear? The, the footage, yeah, it's pretty good.
2: Yeah, good. Yeah. Um, I've got a little bit of a story actually about getting wedding with some board. Oh, here Warren, we go. Warren Carter and I used to do a lot of hours hunting and looking for jewies, right?
0: Anyway, that's all we've got yep. time for on Winning <laughs> Against Tide podcast. Yeah, let's um, and, wrap um, that up we'll right here. No, nah,
1: well, go <laughs> on, go on, go on, go on.
2: Just quickly, Yeah. We, we, we thought we were... We hey, just, just quickly, Brendan,
1: can you tell the boy to uh, stop mounting the ball?
2: Stop bouncing, Finn. Go and play computer games. Go kill some people on call of death <laughs> or whatever. Yes. Annoying agents at headphones. Yes. One last mega, One last mega last shot. shot.
0: One last mega oh, All right, let's put money on this. <laughs> Here we go, live mega shot. Let's put Three some point money it. It. on don't
2: this. Don't go short. Whatever you do, don't air ball. Uh.
0: Yep. Ooh, oh, yeah. I don't know what happened. We can't I think say. he
1: hit the ring and shot a brick, I believe. No, we need... It- Oh.
2: I'll be able that one. All
0: right. We don't... Yeah, we, we try not to promote physical activity. Get him in on the computer games.
2: Okay, so if you want to... We'll talk about next week the time. Mm. I was left high and dry at midnight in winter in my jocks on the mud in Western Port with Warren Carter cuddling each other on the boat to survive and running 7,000 laps around the boat so he didn't die of hypothermia. Sounds That's nice. the story?
1: Yeah, talk about it. We wait for
2: you with that Wait, wait. wait, wait.
1: Don't, don't just rush through what happened. Like... That's a boring story. We want to hear the um intricates of it.
2: Dave, Intricacies. David's not like the dominant
0: male in that studio. So I just you know he was rapping. No, I was just oh,
1: trying no. to cut, You're cut your dream me David's it? dominant? Just like I will... just like the chicken. <laughs> oh, not don't don't talk about the chickens anymore, Dave. They're roosters. All yes. right, let her rip. Come no, on. Well, the funny story about those chickens is Brendan actually got them thinking they were chickens because no, no one wants roosters in the neighbourhood.
2: <laughs> yeah, okay. Oh. okay. So they were half adult, they were like half grown and they were walking down the street c- huddling and c- cuddling each other, you know, all nervous and scared. I love animals, so me and the kids went and rescued them and we brought them home and thought, oh my God, and we advertised and wondered why no one came forward. And then we realised that someone realised they were roosters and abandoned them in the street, so... We got stuck with roosters that crow all hours of the night. Mm. And the neighbors hated. And they've complained to the council. Yeah, we have. Yep. Yeah, was it you? <laughs> <laughs> all right,
1: and... we want to hear the Malloway story. Go. Yeah, no, we, we all like Malloway talk. We talked about my um, magnificent Malloway last week. So chicken. now it's your turn.
2: The thing about chickens, you can have boy chicken roosters together. Oh, we're still long doing chicken talk. They're... Yeah, but long as you never separate them. The mm-hmm. day you separate them, they can never be brought back together again. So they're brothers and they live together. But the minute we go apart for one day and bring them back together, it'll be fight to the death. Anyway, the Mulloway story. So we're going to the mouth of Bass River, and we had the spotlight on trying to find Mulloway swimming around the shallows at night with an electric motor, thinking, oh, this is, this is how where's, we're going to Where's the up. Bass River? So on the eastern shores of uh, Western Port, and it's like July 24th or something. It's July
1: 24th or something. That's pretty um, spot on.
2: I uh, might have been 23rd or something, but around then. It was about 10, 12 years ago. And um, the electric motor uh, went flat on the wacky yeah. What we didn't realise is that the motor was the motor was also running off that battery, so we couldn't start the motor. Shit. We are like 300 metres from the mouth, and we knew the tide was going out, and I could see the bottom. I thought, yeah, but I'm going to jump in before the wind pushes us out to sea, and I'm going to pull us in. So I jumped in up to, like, be, uh, to be waste or whatever and started to try to pull us in. But... Um, when I got to the river mouth, um, I couldn't get across the actual river because we were on the wrong side, so we had to sort of pull up on the bank um, on the opposite side of the river, and the tide went out, so we had 12 hours to go before the water was going to be high again. And it got down to like, felt like five degrees that night, and it was like southerly wind, and it was wet, and I was drenched. And the only way I could survive and keep warm was I had to get to my jocks, and i just run around the boat in the mud all night till I got hypothermia, <laughs> and... You were like you were in You were in the
1: water, in the mud, holding the boat?
2: Well, no, no, the boat was high and dry. So oh, okay. we couldn't move the boat. And we are on the opposite side of the river to the car, so we couldn't get the boat across to the car. Yeah. And so now we're on the mud, and um, we try cuddling in the boat to keep warm. I know that's weird, but you do anything when you're freezing. You just do anything. And that didn't work, so I ended up just running just to keep my body temperature up all night. I didn't go to work for days because I got seriously hypothermic. Mm. So I, I know how you feel when you're fishing.
1: Yeah, uh, no, it was freezing too. I was literally curled up on the wet carpet floor hiding from the wind. But you still went Mulloway fishing, didn't you? You mania. Uh, we couldn't
2: water, Dave. Oh, and that was the other thing. I got so desperate about low tide, about two in the morning, we were eating pilchards because to, to, we were... <laughs> what? Up, what? Bait, how many bait were you <laughs> we got that. And the other thing I tried to do is I thought, you know what, I'm going to go back to the car. I don't give a shit. I tried to swim across the Bass River at night, and I got about a third of the way over, and the current was roaring out, and I nearly got taken out to sea. So I had to swim back to mud. Oh man! And then I was banked like a crocodile, like oh. trying to get out of the. Mud. That's and literally so- how people die. Yep, no, look, literally. On one of the tapes in there, I don't even know how you get off the tape. There's a video of all this. All so right, we'll,
1: the- we'll have to have a look at it when you find it.
2: Yeah. Was there anything else you wanted to talk
0: about? Was there fish? Well, I thought you went. I thought you caught a mile away that trip.
2: No, not that trip, we didn't. Oh.
1: But you've caught 156, haven't you?
2: Oh, well, combined with our team now, it, it's in the 170, 172, 172, I think. 172
0: in the team. Well, I didn't know we did yeah. team counts. That means me and Adrian have caught 170.
1: <laughs> well done, mate. <laughs> Woo! We've done it. The,
2: the number is specifically associating with groups of people, friends I fish with. Okay. So, no,
1: no, it's of course, yeah. mate.
2: That's
0: course. like uh, Kevin, Kevin Bacon, six degrees of Mulloway separation. Oh.
2: <laughs> Kevin and I'm um, solo. Okay, oh. okay, so I why am I looking at? How come I can't look at anyone? Why am I looking at a wardrobe?
1: Don't worry, I'm. I haven't set it up to look at us yet. Yeah. So
2: that's what everyone looks at. Wardrobe.
1: <laughs> 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 no, yeah. no one
0: sees that. leave wardrobe cam on it's good (laughs) all right i can tilt you to me
1: smiths hey smiths how you going
2: my beautiful
1: beautiful missus no all right well hey have you made any um dad made any spicy curries lately for you for lunches and stuff what? <laughs> you know how you always talk about spicy food and stuff. All right. I'm well, th- I, I feel like we've reached the
0: end of this little crossover. <laughs> yeah. We've, well, I don't we think so. We could... We've completely derailed ourselves.
2: <laughs> well, <laughs> no, Davidson. Mm. We haven't. We haven't. We have got to get back in Ufish. By well, the um, the lockdown's killed Ufish. Yeah. Now we've got some freedom, and we've got Snappy here. We should be rolling as hard as. So, Is that so why, why you're cleaning coming. the
1: grass or growing the grass in your anchor well?
2: We should have snapper reports, Dave. Can
0: use yeah. The Crip
2: Point Jetty, that's our 5K. It's 10K no, we'll, now. 15K's we've got, Dave. We can reach the snapper. Yeah.
1: I reached hmm. them in my 15K last but, night. But it was bloody best, awesome.
0: But the best snapper in the illegal zone. And what you can't have, you'll
2: want. I'll be having them.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. We'll, we'll be getting those illegalies. Brendan loves illegal snapper, <laughs> especially when they're water? under twenty-eight centimeters. Is it? Oh yes. Illegal. Illegal. All right. Well, um, we'll wrap you, you up.
0: Are you happy to be one of our our regular correspondents, Brendan?
2: Um, no, probably not. All right. Well, you don't <laughs> have a
0: choice. So welcome aboard.
2: <laughs> no, but like, happy to fill in any any time, but. Mm i don't really have a lot to say
0: so yeah no we won't make it like that regular just regular nah. enough so you still got stories yeah. about getting hypothermia
2: yeah like do it to other parts of the property you know yeah <laughs>
1: anyway we better keep righty, on buddy. moving on thanks for the I look chat for it. mate
2: oh i'm sure it's going to be funny yeah, yeah. all
1: right all right thanks mate peace See out
2: everyone
1: yeah so that was interesting he just uh Rambled on about his chickens, basically. Nah, I thought that actually was that was pretty good. But yeah. um, I'm not sure that we can really top that,
0: so it might nearly be time for us to wrap up, I reckon. Oh no, 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 it's
1: oh. not. No, 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 no. Last week we um talked about maybe giving each other some challenges.
0: No, uh, okay, here we go.
1: And I've gonna give Dave a challenge. Right. Well, you know how you talk about how you can eat like you're like the spicy eating king, right? Oh, no. Oh, yes. Well. I don't talk about that. No, well, you like to eat spicy food, don't you? I like to.
0: Right. I don't like to
1: Well, die. I've got something for you to try. All right. <laughs> what have we got? What have we got here? We got... A ghost pepper. Yes, a ghost pepper. Alright. You ready to give it a shot? Yeah. He's gonna eat a ghost pepper live on camera.
0: Oh but this is gonna suck tomorrow. <laughs> what do you mean it's gonna suck tomorrow? Well, you know what ghost peppers do to your internals. Have
1: you eaten a ghost pepper before? Hang on. No,
0: but there was the incidents on my incident on my bucks party where our friend Joseph Fernand spiked us all with the hottest chili sauce in the world. And Well, apparently these are not as hot as that.
1: Mm.
0: I hope not, because that was ridiculous.
1: Well, here it is. That looks horrible. Here it is, mate.
0: Well, I have to eat the whole thing. Hey? I have to eat the whole thing.
1: Yeah, of course you do. All right. Well, he's gone. Ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Bottoms up. You don't have to eat the whole (laughs) thing. You just have to take a bite. Is it hot? So I'm just gonna talk about this. This actually has a scale of um, how hot it is and it's saying one point one million shoes. I think shoes is um the scale that chilies arrayed in. (laughs) How's it going? I've made a mistake. (laughs) <laughs> oh. <gasps> oh no, he's fucking up <laughs> Okay, so Dave's just eating a ghost pepper live on uh, the podcast here
0: Oh nah <laughs> What's happening? <laughs>
1: Do you want a whiskey?
0: i got ice I need something <laughs> yeah. up! Oh, no. I finished podcasting. <laughs> right, that's it. That's all.
1: That's it. Thanks for coming. <laughs>